Welcome to episode 39, Dame is Top Dollar. I'm Harry from Hoopinions and I've got Ben with me, right beside me. We're in the studio. We're raring to go. Let's go. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Dollar time, baby. (laughs) Let's start straight off with uh, Dame Dollar, the man himself, Damien Lillard, straight into the record books. Again, there's so many records getting broken at the moment. Yeah, oh, it's a good season for that. We've had we've had uh, Jokic, we've had Luca, we've just had some insane games. We've had Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say Dono got up there as well. Yeah, but Dame has come through, and well, like it's one of those weird things, right? Where like it's impressive, but when you look at how many people have had sixty point games, it's a pretty small pool. Yeah, but technically, and it, it's still pretty cool. Dame has the most efficient sixty point game in all time. Yeah for NBA at least absolutely cooking so he's not just chucking shots up he's he's hitting all of them and but, but Portland's in 12th does it matter yeah. <laughs> I think that's the yeah that's the question uh, I mean look they they did kind of blow it up a little bit last season uh, trade did, away a lot of their pieces did, was it a blow up it sounds like they were like oh yeah this is a great idea we've got to do a quick little reset yeah honestly it's hard to tell what the Blazers are doing if they're trying to rebuild or still hang in there when they've got a player like Dame who's still able to drop 60 a game. Uh, it's kind of hard. Yeah, they lost lost CJ, who's doing well in the Pelicans, but... Um, I thought it was a great move, honestly. Yeah, I just I just don't know what the what the Blazers are doing. They're kind of sitting around that rebuilding, uh, I guess, position in the, in the standings. They're so. like the Wizards. Yeah. They have a great one player, yeah. uh, and then the rest of the team's just kind of poo-poo. Yeah. So, I guess, what, what do you think about Dame? Do you think he's eventually going to ask to walk, or is he going to stick around? I think he's a great player, but he's 32. Yeah. So, only so much of his career this left. This last sort of extension was really his last chance to go anywhere. And we, we've heard rumors that... We've heard rumors that he hasn't been happy, but then he went and signed an extension. Yeah. And, obviously, he must have a hand in how the current roster is being built you'd hope like i don't think they get rid of cj without dame's approval i don't think they make the moves that they make without dame's approval i hope it's true but i just don't know where they're gonna go with this i don't know what dame expects dame seems to be fairly loyal yeah he's definitely out of the current players especially with how frequently they're moving around these days he's one of the rare cases of really sticking with his team but I just don't know, like, look, if he's happy making the bazillions of dollars that he's making in Portland, then, like, good on him. Not yeah. everyone wants to win a chip and, like, you know, at the end of the day, he's making life-changing money. So I wouldn't blame him if he's just happy, just balling out. Like, it's like one of those things, right, where it's like, would you rather be the best player on a bad team or would you rather be, like, an equal player on a good team? Yeah, I think some players are more than happy to, to be the second man or share the load but some of them some people want like that. to be the man yeah that's very true that's very true and he's clearly showing that he is the man on that team uh yeah 60 look, point look, performance it was a so. great game it was against the jazz which it's like oh it is it a stain it's not really a stain like it's still impressive but yeah like, i would be more impressed if he got 
got it against a better team. Yeah, I mean, the Jazz have been <laughs> better than expected this season, but it's still not saying that much when you drop 60 against them. So Jazz are still 10th. Yeah, they're still, still kind of hanging in there. Which is crazy. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, it's he was incredibly efficient, fantastic scoreline yep. in the history books. We think as an individual, Dame's an amazing player. We're just, I just don't see where he's going to go with. Like again, it's yeah. a cool stat line, but it doesn't change anything to the fact that the Portland Trailblazers are fighting for a playing position. Yeah, because they've uh, they've made a couple tiny moves in the offseason. Like they got Gary Payton off the Warriors and things like that, but they haven't haven't made any moves. So, but yeah, no, like you said, it's Which, good to see Dame cooking again because there was definitely this period where he just dropped off. Uh, partly injury related so it's good to see him back and like absolutely just firing away Dame time I'm tapping my wrist doing the, doing hey, the gesture but he's 32 how old's Harden at the moment? Uh, Harden's older than that he's probably around like is Harden 34 or 38? Uh, I, th- I want to say 34 he's not quite he's not quite 38 yet uh, that's more like LeBron's age because uh, yeah 33 33 yeah, yeah 33, so, 34, so. so like I would say that there's been a bit of a drop off with James Harden yeah, I'd say so. He's definitely past Look, his absolute peak. So. Well, it doesn't help that he's really struggled with injuries since going with the Nets and hasn't really had a chance to show what he what he can do when he's healthy. And he does have flashes on Philly where he does go pretty wild. But like, if Dame's at 32, like the window for him to be at the level that he's at for much longer is rapidly approaching. That is true. But you do get players... I mean, I guess it's a rare case, but like Curry, who's older than Dame, and still just absolutely balling so i think as a shooter you still can is, be super valuable to a team it's is not like athletic curry is, the, is curry and lebron an exception to the rule though i mean yeah because <laughs> like so. look how like even this year like what chris paul's 35 uh i think he's older than that is he older than that yeah. i don't know people's ages pro- <laughs> Paul. when they've been around that long it's kind of hard to tell uh, I think he's probably close to like 37 these days. 37. Oh, boom, boom. Let's go. Straight on. 37. Because <laughs> he's dropped off. Like, he was looking yep. well at the beginning of his Phoenix Suns run, and then he's sort of just dropped off a cliff recently. Yeah. I mean, Phoenix have been plagued with injuries, including uh, CP, Booker, etc. That's so, part of it, but... So, yeah, you know, Dame might have another couple of years, maybe, at the pace he's playing. Yeah. But we around the early to mid-30s is where we'll start to see... Some sort of drop, unless you're LeBron. I mean, yeah, but that's that's a total exception to the rule. So it's a complete exception. Yeah, I want to talk about the Lakers. Yep, the Schmakers. The I needed a good name for them. The Fakers. The Fakers. Oh, but that's uh, I don't know if we should be supporting. Uh, is that a is that a Skip Bayless uh, name? Uh I don't know. That might be that might be true. We can Which, call them whatever we want. <laughs> did, did you hear the kerfuffle just before we rip into the Lakers? Mm. Uh, did you hear about the kerfuffle with Shannon Sharp talking smack to Ja Morant? I did see that. And Ja's dad got up and everything. And it yeah. was a whole <laughs> thing. And I haven't even... I need to go check out Undisputed and see what he said. Apparently, he apologized about the whole thing. Yeah, episode. I think they're, they're cool now. But it was a pretty funny interaction, though, from the from the sideline. I think it's... That sweater, though, was... Did you see the sweater? <laughs> yeah. That thing was in a, a monstrosity. <laughs> I would have been... I would have been smack-talking him, too, if he wore that to my game. That's fair. I mean, look, props to the man for, like, talking beef while wearing that, because that's, uh, that's certainly a bold move. What do, what do you uh. think about um, people from the sideline getting involved... Well, actually, it's funny because I literally went to a basketball game recently and I was saying how 
engaging it is as a fan to be able to like boo and stuff like that generally i'm all for sportsmanship i think booing is generally a bad thing but basketball is one of those rare occasions where the crowd is such a crucial part to the atmosphere in the arena and i think like that is a positive but when you get to the point where like it's just straight up just like disrespectful like it's really just like not the right thing to say like utah got a bit of a history of saying the wrong thing to russ and things like that but yeah, it's, what it's if, part of it. What if, but what? But then, what if the players on the court are specifically trash talking you as a spectator? Does oh. that give you more of an like? Would you? Does that? Uh, doesn't make it right, but does that mean that you're allowed to talk a bit back? I mean, if they're How? talking smack to you, of course you you got to reply to that, right? Like you can't just let that go. I think if they're ignore, ignoring you, then like yeah, whatever. Uh, to be fair, I would not be smack talking Shannon Sharp. Uh, yeah, <laughs> full uh, Hall of Famer for the NFL. Yeah, two time uh, 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 NFL champion. Yeah, he he could turn me into a pancake. So I wouldn't be that messing man, with him. That man, st- that man still lifts. Yeah. Uh, but look, I think I think it's just kind of common sense. There's a, there's a point you reach where it becomes too far. I think yep. it's an important thing. I don't think they should be cracking down on it too much because I think the fans need to be part of it. But if it gets to the point where it's just like but straight up at, like being like racist or anything the really end of wrong, the day then, he's on the sideline. Yeah, I yeah, think. I think it's part of it. I don't know. That's a hard one. Because I mean, like even there was a quote I saw the other day that like LeBron was being heckled, and obviously he's probably one of the guys who's <laughs> been heckled the most in history. He had to get pulled away because the guy made fun of his hairline. Yeah, it just seems like there are certain topics that like really do still get under player skin, even even though like LeBron's status, he's he's probably heard it all. But obviously there are still certain things that do get to him. So I yeah, I guess I guess it's one of those things where it's like there should be a little bit more leeway if the players are like actively seeking it out back, yeah. like smack talking back but then if it's just a one-way thing then i think that the protection should go to the players yeah i think that's fair because you do see a lot of ones that are actually kind of lighthearted. it goes back and forth and everyone has a laugh after yeah it. you see like um kevin hart is a good one he often like <laughs> talks a little bit and everyone has a laugh about it yeah drake is another one that i yeah. think pokes a bit of fun but doesn't overstep the bounds or keeps it in a way that like they have to laugh it off or they can be like damn it he made a good joke like you yeah. know so it's it's I just thought it was interesting. Look, we love the drama and I think mm-hmm. that's the other problem is that there's eighty two games in the season and obviously the drama really picks up in the playoffs. Yeah. But and as we've talked about before, I think the NBA's major issue there's two issues. One is that officiating is very inconsistent and needs a complete overhaul. Yeah. With people that will actually like stay consistent and I don't know. Like, I don't know what they do as a refereeing organization. Like, do they trade notes? Because the fact that you can go from town to town and get completely different calls is just, in my brain, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And very inconsistent. The other problem is that you need to try and work out a way to make these 82 games mean something so that people tune in. Yep. It's a long, long season, so they need to keep that retention of, like, interest the whole, whole way through. So... While while Shannon Sharp getting involved the way he was was probably uh, it was inappropriate, the fact that he had to get dragged away by security was inappropriate. Yeah, what the hell would have happened if he actually got close to Jar? <laughs> Man. Imagine imagine being like your whole livelihood is watching basketball and you are banned from the Lakers arena. That'd be pretty wild. That'd be pretty wild. <laughs> but at the same time, good like any publicity is good publicity, and there's not much else happening for the Lakers at the moment. That's true. So uh, I think one last thing. I think it's also part of home court advantage. I think that's why some heckling, some things like that yeah. are part of it. But yeah, to so, a point. So the Lakers traded Kendrick Nunn to the Wizards for 
is it Rue? Rui Hachimura. Yeah. Ah, yes. So. Which which was very very funny timing. Be- mm. Funny timing because literally like two days before this happened, um, Rui was it Rui? Rui, yeah. Rui was like saying how he didn't want to be at the Wizards and he wanted to play for someone that wanted to have him and yeah, basically just yelled to the world that he didn't want to be in the Wizards and then instantly. The Lakers were like, hey, we'll give you some, you know. Yep. I I want to hear your thoughts in a second, but I actually like this move for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, Rui, I think, had a good start to his career. Maybe like second year, he was doing quite well, but he's kind of dropped off a bit. He's not getting the same minutes. Uh, part of that was just him not playing. Uh, but I think in terms of like the roster... Kuzma's like kind of that top dog now on the Wizards oh. uh, in terms of the forwards. So they, they're they not utilizing him to his uh, potential. So no. at least he gets a chance no. on the Lakers. Kuz came in and pretty much took all his minutes. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm going to wear this baggy baggy sweater. I'm going to come in and still run this town. Um, but secondly, is that the Lakers already have acquired multiple Wizards players uh, in the last offseason. So they've got Thomas Bryant. They've got, uh, tr- I think it's Troy Brown Jr. Something like that. They've got a few guys that... Rui's at least got some uh, and connection with. Russ. And Russ as well. Who of course, who can forget Russ? They played quite well together. Russ, yep. off memory, used to find Rui quite often when he was playing with the Wizards. So, honestly, the chemistry pa- uh, factor, I think, is a good thing. So And, so, yeah, I actually don't... I don't... Look, I think that maybe the Wizards could have got a little bit more for him. Kendrick yeah. Nunn doesn't blow the scale for, <laughs> for me in any like at least at least Rui's got potential. Yeah, but yeah, it was just like you know they sort of had to get rid of him because they were just didn't have the space for him. But look, if, if that's where, but I guess also maybe taking into account that maybe that's where he wanted to go. Yeah, and if that was the case, then props to the Wizards for putting the player first, and like they probably could have got a little bit more for him, but they they put him somewhere where he would be happy and. If he wants to play with Russ and those other guys, then good on him. Yeah, I think it does make the Lakers better, but does it fix the Lakers' woes? No, I don't think so. I mean, look, Rui had to 